Welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Hannah Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready to jump in? In this episode, we'll dive deeper into what it looks like to go on Saturday adventures as a family and how to go about planning them. You'll hear a million reasons why we thrive outside, including a surprising benefit to our sleep, and you'll hear my friend's genius idea for a birthday party gift. This is episode 41. Here we go. Well, thank you listeners for tuning in this week. I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you who have left reviews and ratings. It's been so wonderful to read those and just know that this podcast is impacting you in a positive way. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Well, before we get into this topic today about Saturday adventures, I thought I would share a recent Saturday adventure and a trip that lasted more than just a Saturday. Um, So recently I took a little vacation with my kids and we had fun in the sand and swimming. The lessons are paying off this summer and just we had such a great time playing with friends. It was good to get away. And I, my theory is still that an introvert mom's retreat would be having the house to like myself one night and part of a day. <laughs> just me. Does anybody else feel like that would be just dreamy? <laughs> I don't know. I could tackle projects, reorganize a couple things, deep clean a few things. But most of all, I mean, I wouldn't work the whole time, but most of all, I could just put my feet up and relax and eat the foods that I like and do whatever I want and enjoy the peaceful beauty of a quiet home. And probably watch my British mysteries without anybody questioning. You know, this is boring. Why would you watch? (laughs) Anyways, um, also, we had a fun birthday party we attended this summer earlier that um, just was so great. It was genius. It was just genius the way they planned this party. And then I also had this great conversation with a friend I hadn't seen in a while And she suggested, like, she's like, we were talking about gifts for kids. And she's like, you know what I always do to just kind of combat the, like, excess in our culture and everything is I give experiences. So most of the time when she attends one of her son's friend's birthday parties, she'll give something like, let's say, movie tickets or money to go bowling or mini golf or passes to an indoor skating rink. There's so many possibilities if you give experiences. I thought that was such a cool idea. Kids get to go do something and you aren't adding to the plethora of toys they may already have. And now don't feel bad. Like I give toys. It's fine to give toys and things like that. But this was just a good reminder from my friend um, to just help other mamas out by sometimes giving experiences when it comes to birthdays. Well, let's jump into our topic today, which is the case for Saturday adventures. So why take them? Like, what could you do? Uh, what's involved with them? How could you do it? I've talked a little bit throughout the podcast so far about these Saturday adventures that we often take as a family, but I thought in our Go Outside series, it would be beneficial and appropriate to tackle the nitty gritty of the how and the why behind it. So what is a Saturday adventure? Just briefly, I define it as any Saturday activity or outing that gets you and your family outside, out of the house. Do outdoor team sporting events count? Mm. I'm going to say no, only because you may not be chatting and bonding and spending quality time all together as a family. So it is super cool to be cheering for your kids on the field. Like that's really important and really valuable, but it is different than adventuring together. So hear my heart. I I love it 
when parents support their kids in sports. Um, One of the most powerful things we can do as a parent is show up at those events and be there and be the one, you know, smiling and bringing juice boxes and oranges and sitting on the bleachers and cheering and, and do yourself a favor, just a quick side note, and watch the movie Kicking and Screaming if you haven't already. One of the only clean Will Ferrell movies <laughs> that I know of, uh, besides Elf, that illustrates how not to get too competitive as a parent. It's hilarious. So attending sporting events is amazing, but it does serve a different purpose in our family life than getting outside together. I hope that makes sense, that distinction. Okay, so let me define it one more time. Any Saturday activity that gets you and your family outside out of the house. So why go outside? Well, as we've explored the past few episodes, getting outside does wonders for our mind and heart. It awakens our senses and kindles curiosity and creativity. It can soothe a troubled heart and mend a wounded soul. Live Strong said, studies show that people who exercise regularly and get outside experience longer, deeper, more restful sleep. Better sleep results in more energy and alertness the following day, allowing better concentration and ability to think on higher levels. Along with better rest and rejuvenation for your body during the night, regular physical activity that reduces stress, anxiety, and symptoms of depression will help you concentrate more during the day. So that's kind of a fun, unexpected benefit of being active and being active outside is that you're going to experience better sleep. Which, if, we, if you're like me, I mean, that's what I want. Being outside allows you to talk, or not, and just be with your family. And just be in awe of the beauty all around us without the pull of technology or distractions of home. Things like chores and lists. Okay, maybe that's just me. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, Saturday Adventures show our kids that it's crucial to carve out white space and to prioritize rest and recharging you know, in our calendars, just to have that outdoor picnic, go for a walk through the woods, explore a nearby coastal beach, hike in the mountains, ski in the snow, or swim at a lake. Now, sometimes our Saturday adventures look like going to Home Depot type of store and getting supplies to build our raised bed gardens, because that really happened, and then followed by plenty of time outside in the sunshine, making and planting and having popsicles. So it was an adventure. It was not super far away from the house, but it did get us outside creating and getting in the dirt and you know, it was really good. If your outing involves an errand to get you going or provide something for the adventure, to me that's totally fine and <laughs> that's awesome because it's facilitating you being outside. One of the best ways we as humans can recharge is to breathe in that fresh air, notice the leaves and the wind and feel the sun on our faces. All of it was created for us to enjoy. I was reading in a magazine recently that even the different varieties of roses and how how they have different particular scents do something so good for our, our minds and our brain. That is such an amazing thing about the variety and the beauty in nature. And I believe that magazine was a recent good housekeeping magazine. Our kids may open up and share about a problem or worry they have when they're not sitting directly across from you at home, say on the couch or at the kitchen table. I can't tell you how many times as a teacher The best conversations I had with my students were on trips, usually like a competition um, because I taught music and we would go compete with different choirs um, where we were outside the classroom setting on a bus, eating something like fast food, (laughs) laughing and talking and just being together in a different setting, a different environment. The same principle is now true with me and my kids. We talk the best when we're sitting outside you know, swinging on the porch swing, walking, playing, swimming at the lake, or even on a one-on-one little date. Those are the best. And they don't happen as often as I'd like yet, but they are so special. An article from Science Direct that I'll link in the show notes mentioned that 
This is true when they study the effects of nature on children and adults. They say the interaction with adults also seems to be facilitated in the outdoor area. In different moments along the project, because they, they did this big study, adults recognized that they felt more available to support children outside where they felt relaxed and calm. This statement suggests that the outdoor environment is not only a healthy environment for children, but also for adults where the levels of stress and anxiety seem to diminish. Isn't that amazing? It's so true. It's so true for me, at least. I'm more relaxed, so I'm a better mama, a better listener when I'm outside. Another powerful thing about being outside for all of us on a little Saturday adventure is that it gives us what Livestrong calls the feel-good factor, meaning being outside and being active and moving <laughs> helps reduce stress and prevents some cases of depression. Exercise, as we know, reduces anxiety and consistent activity pro provides more relief for anxiety and depression. Better self-esteem often results from consistent recreation, partially due to a decrease in that stress and the overall feeling of well-being that occurs from regular aerobic exercise. They go on to say breathing fresh air in a natural, serene environment also helps many people to relax and reduce stress and anxiety. This article says that it is recommended that children play outside at least 40 minutes per day. I did some checking and cross-checking and found that the general consensus was anywhere from at least one hour up to three hours. So kids need to be outside that much to reap all the benefits and it'll be so good. CBS News reported, while playtime is important, spending some moments outdoors is especially good because it helps with the physical, mental, and cognitive development of a child. Exercise or physical activity is especially important, they say, because it helps control weight, reduces blood pressure, raises HDL or that good cholesterol, reduces the risk of diabetes and some kinds of cancer, and improves psychological well-being of a child. So they recommend this particular article from CBS News you know, said at least 60 minutes of moderate intensity physical activities each day. And here's some more reasons why we all need to take these adventures and get outside. Are you ready for this? It's a little bit sobering. Here's some facts from nwf.org. And again, I'll link all of these sources in our show notes. Okay, here's the fact number one. Children are spending half as much time outdoors as they did 20 years ago. The second one. Children who play outside are more physically active, more creative in their play, less aggressive, and show better concentration. The third reason why, 60 minutes of daily unstructured free play is essential to children's physical and mental health, like we just said. And the last one they give was the most direct route to caring for the environment as an adult is participating in wild nature activities before the age of 11. So the more you're outside, you know, the more you learn to care for the environment and respect it, but still enjoy it and not be afraid of it, like I've mentioned before, especially with my husband, Jonathan. Another part of the reason why we should all get outside together is, you know, it reduces stress and fatigue. According to the attention restoration theory, urban environments require what's called direct, directed attention, which forces us to ignore distractions and exhausts our brains. Um, in natural environments, though, we practice an effortless type of attention known as soft fascination that creates feelings of pleasure, not fatigue. And that was also a direct quote from an article from childmind.org. So generally speaking, we are all supposed to get outside more than we do. Saturday adventures are an excellent way to make sure this happens on weekends. Now I think before I keep going here, it's good to stop and visit some questions or even objections that people may have to this idea. Now objection may be too strong of a word, but I think we do have these competing values in our culture to deal with. Okay, so Science Direct was saying there's this concern to occupy children during the day considering many parents work long hours, so there's one obstacle right there. You know, and by the time you get home, you may be exhausted and the thought of going out for an adventure is kind of like, 
oh, I don't know, you know. Um, academic activities and sports will often occupy our kids' time to play freely. Going from one activity to the other, children tend to be transported by car, they say, without experiencing the outdoor environment through the interaction with the community. And I completely see this happening all around me. So the three contributing factors, I think, the main ones that tend to oppose the notion of a Saturday adventure are work, organized sports, and those errands and chores that we all have to get done. So for work, working mamas face different challenges about when to do the grocery shopping, the chores, the laundry, all of the running of the household, and depending on your situation, your spouse, you know, if you're married, your spouse may or may not help out. (laughs) And so you may may be a little stuck and you may have, like, you may not have family in the area to help and babysit or, you know, kind of tag team when you need support. So that's one big challenge, I think, is the, the factor of work. The second one was chores and errands, you know, like running errands, Uh, especially if you fill up your weekdays and you save all these big errands for the weekend, then you're kind of like, well, I've got four hours of (laughs) errands I need to run on a Saturday. And the thought of going to the busy store and doing all the things and coming home and then going outside and doing this adventure seems kind of exhausting or overwhelming. So I would suggest here Gretchen Rubin's concept of power hour and incorporating this one or two times in the weekdays and then don't save all the chores and your errands for weekends. Really briefly, power hour is the concept of tackling your most important things that have to get done that you don't necessarily look forward to doing and just blocking off an hour and just setting a timer and seeing how much of those things you can get done, just powering through. That's why it's called power hour. Just go for it. Like don't stop until you get as much as you can done. And then when the timer goes off, you're done and you can relax and do more the next day. Try to block off at least two hours on your Saturday where you can just go and have fun outside. Now, if you can... I would also encourage if you need, if you need extra support and you can do this, I would suggest hiring some help with some of the household responsibilities to enable your weekends to be full of connection and adventuring. So if you can afford that and you need that, I say go for it. Often a teenage neighbor is willing to mow your yard or pick weeds or whatever you need for a reasonable rate so that you can kind of free up your Saturdays too. And the last kind of contributing factor I think that tends to work in opposition to Saturday adventures is organized sports. So my main encouragement on this topic is to just say, let's not trade all the fun and free exploring time as a family for organized sports. It's so important that our kids can grow up understanding that balance, that delicate balance of work and play and teamwork and family time, and that they fall in love with the outdoors. And I am not suggesting that we have to all become RVing, traveling, nomadic families. And if you remember, there is a hilarious movie called RV that (laughs) illustrates this perfectly. I'm not talking about that kind of extreme, but I do want to encourage us all to try picnicking, walking, hiking, swimming, golfing, fishing, tennis, rock climbing, soccer, basketball. Remember how fun it is to just go shoot hoops? It's kind of like this old school fun thing to do. Like we would always play horse after youth group on Wednesday nights when I was younger, like where you um, shoot at the free throw line and you know, whatever. I loved it. Like that was one of the highlights of my week was playing basketball with my friends on a Wednesday night. I would also throw out some more ideas for you, like kayaking, roasting marshmallows, stargazing, bird watching, and you name it, there are so many options. So again, I just want to encourage balance. Like, of course, it's wonderful to play sports and do organized sports, but I think, you know, even culturally, we tend to live in one extreme or the other, I've kind of noticed. It's either all out, like hardcore sports, like we're a sports family and that's all we do, or all outdoor adventure. And then there's no kind of 
walking that tricky middle middle line. Balance is hard to come by in an all-or-nothing world that we live in, but we must strive for it as best we can. And that will mean saying no to some good or fun opportunities if they're going to eat up every spare minute of every weekend. So pray for wisdom if you're stuck and if you feel overwhelmed and like you're doing too much and can't carve out the space to relax and have an adventure. All right, let's transition to kind of the how. So hopefully I've laid a good foundation for you about why we should take these adventures on the weekends. How do you do it? How do you begin incorporating Saturday adventures? Well, it's kind of like exercise. You just have to get up and go. (laughs) Sometimes I'm shocked at the barriers or obstacles, sometimes very self-imposed, that come when Saturday rolls around. I am notorious for creating too many things to do around the house, like a little list or with the yard, (laughs) mainly for my poor husband. So what I have to do is ditch that notion of endless tasks and like, oh, it's our chance to do a million things and pick a few crucial ones that must be done. You know, maybe it's mowing the yard because there's those weekly things to keep your yard looking beautiful that I think are completely fine to do in the you know on a Saturday morning take like an hour to make it look awesome you know sweeping the porch doing whatever you need to do and then get going on that fun adventure okay so the first thing is to get up and go the second thing is to make a plan now sometimes spontaneity is wonderful but I think with kids especially young kids you need to be somewhat prepared for the adventure or it may fail <laughs> so as with many things with our children it requires a lot of selflessness and prepping on our part as parents. You may have to pack sunscreen, towels, and swimming suits, and a picnic lunch, and before you know it, the adventure can begin to feel like a burden. But it doesn't have to be so. Just look at it as the elements that will allow us to have fun and not burn, you know, etc. All right, from the Washington Post, I loved this. Commit to a green hour, they say. Whenever possible, set aside an hour of nature playtime for kids each day. The American Academy of Pediatrics and the Centers for Disease Control agree an hour of free play and moderate activity daily is a prescription for lasting health. So that's how. (laughs) Those are some elements about how to do this. And here are some more tips and a takeaway to kind of summarize everything we've been talking about today. The first one is to decide that a Saturday adventure is worth it. It has value. It will strengthen your family bonds. The next thing is very simple and it's just plan one. Sketch it out. Nothing too formal here. Pack and prepare what you need. And then the third thing, go outside. Just go go do it. Sometimes the hardest part is putting on your shoes, packing up the car and just going. So just go it, you know, go for it. Determine that it's worth it. The next thing is to leave your phone at home unless you must take a few pictures. The less distracted you are, the more able you'll be to tune into nature, reap its benefits, and connect with your child. And the last thing is, of course, enjoy the experience. Savor it. Let your own mind and heart drink in the peace and the beauty around you. I know sometimes, oh, I know it's hard to fully enjoy a family event and adventure, but give yourself permission to let go to not worry or overthink it, okay? So if you decide that Saturday adventures are worth it, I want to hear about it. Would you please message me and tell me what your Saturday adventure was, where you went, what you did, and how everything went? I would love to be able to share some stories from listeners about Saturday adventures. And if you're going to post about it on social media, just use the hashtag Saturday adventure and, you know, or Sunday afternoon mama, just tag me so I can find out what what it is that you did, and I cannot wait to see what you guys do. All right, so we're going to move on to a segment called My Favorite Things, and these ones are all particular to the summer. So in the summertime, 
There are a few old movies I simply must watch or it doesn't officially feel like summer. And you may laugh, like whatever, I don't even care. I'm just gonna share them. And you can check them out if you haven't seen them. They're all clean, they're all good. So the first one is The Parent Trap. Now I mean the original Parent Trap with Haley Mills. I adore this movie. It's so funny. I love the parts where they're messing with Vicky and they're like, come on out. It's not deep. Look, I'm standing. You know, I just, I love everything about that movie. It's just a classic. It just screams like summertime. It's summer right now. And the second one is Summer Magic. Again, it's Haley Mills and you may laugh because it's a little bit hokey, but it's an old Disney. Somehow it's just magical though to me. I love the sitting on the front porch song and the croquet and the garden party they have. It's all just delightful and old fashioned to me and it just makes me think of a simpler time and helps me to create moments like this with my family here and now. And the third one is the movie Rear Window with Grace Kelly and Jimmy Stewart. It's an old Hitchcock movie and it's full of mystery, but it's totally not scary. So don't worry about that part. It's like rated G or PG. And Grace Kelly adds this timeless elegance and glamor that is just stunning. It's all based on this guy, Jimmy Stewart's character, who has his leg in a cast and he's stuck in his apartment sitting in a wheelchair all day, every day for several weeks during a particularly hot summer. I believe they're in New York. So all he can really do is stare out the apartment window at all his other neighbors. So the back of the apartments all face each other in a giant square shape with a courtyard below. Oh, this movie, you guys. It is so good. It's a classic murder mystery, and I love it. And the last one, and you may laugh, and that's fine because it's one more Haley Mills movie. I know, I know. And it's That Darn Cat, again, the original. So it's just this old Disney that's super clean, a little hokey, but I don't know. There's something about it. It's so great, and I love seeing it every time I watch. I just, like I said, it doesn't really feel like summer unless I can watch these movies. Okay, so for our listener questions and listener successes, the one that I wanted to share recently was one of our listeners reached out recently, and she'll remain anonymous, but... I just was going to say thank you so much for asking some tough questions. I have loved connecting with you and hopefully I've responded in a way that's helpful to you. You know, it's really hard to be vulnerable with someone, especially someone you've never met. (laughs) And so I just really appreciated this listener being honest and saying, you know, these things are hard for me right now. What do you think I should do? So if you've got a question like that or a mom win that you'd like me to answer on the air or share on the air, I'd love to hear from you. And all you do is email me, hannah at sundayafternoonmama.com or like this listener, send a message on Instagram or Facebook. Okay, one more little segment for you. This is a bumblebee moment and it's just the random funny things that happen with your kids where it's like, what? (laughs) That is random. I can't even believe you just said that. Um, Or something really cute. So I wanted to share one from my family and this was, I shared this on an Instagram story a few weeks back. So basically it's super simple. My, my daughters say snargle for snorkel. Okay. For some reason, when they were first learning the word, they thought I said snargle instead of snorkel and they just keep saying it. So I, I don't know. I haven't really fixed it. Like I just, they're like, Oh mom, can we get our snargles and go in the pool? And I'm just like, "Mm, yes, you can. (laughs) I just want to like burst out laughing. But it's such a goofy word that they made up. And I mean, they wanted to take them to swimming lessons for free time. So they're always like, yeah, let's get our snorkels. And I'm like dying. 
laughing. So I love it when kids say something slightly wrong, but it ends up sounding like hilarious. Now they kind of know, because I told them like recently, because they asked, you know, are we saying this right? Like snorkel, snorkel. And I'm like, yeah, it's actually snorkel. But for the longest time, you guys, I didn't want to say the real world because it was just too funny. So that is my bumblebee moment for you for this week. Well, as we wrap up, please check out the show notes for this episode for more great content around the importance of kids and adults getting outside, like the value of all of us getting outside. I think you'll be encouraged even more. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. Be sure to tune in next week. And please, if you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend or family member so they can check it out too. Good old-fashioned word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the news. Come visit sundayafternoonmama.com and follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I'll be back with you next week. And in the meantime, I'm seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends.